You're listening to Are You Happy Business Podcast on Captivate. Hello, Are You Happy Podcast. I'm here with Heather McGlone from Ace Strategies. They are an international marketing agency. They work in Australia. They work in Canada. They have some people working for them in the Philippines. And they do a lot of things. Their services are very broad. Um, they also do consulting services, if that's what you're into, for things like Canva or um, if you're having trouble navigating AI. Um, they'll help you with how to utilize that. They create websites um, and they have graphic designers on staff, writers on staff. They can definitely help you with almost anything in terms of marketing. I'm sure Heather can do a better job explaining what her business um, does and get a little bit more in depth. Um, so I'm going to kick it over to you, Heather. It's been very nice meeting you. Let us know, let the audience know sort of what your business strategy is and perhaps the origin of, of your business. Yeah, so the the origin actually was the company was founded out of personal greed. I wanted I was going through a divorce and wanted to still be home with my kids and uh, went through some training to get certified as a as a life coach. I got about about halfway through that and thought, you know, I'm really not a coach. I'm more of a consultant because sometimes things are black and white and um, and I'm self taught. When I went to college way back uh, a million years ago, Michigan proud Michigan State grad. there was no internet, there was no social media, there was no digital marketing, and my degrees in psychology. So I I applied that psychology piece to um, everything that I learned. And when I launched my company in 2013, it um it was on a wing and a prayer, and I I faked it until I until I knew what I was doing, and it, you know, it all worked, and here we are almost 10 years later. And uh, now we're a, we're a company that's got a great team here in the U.S. that is um, just central to, to everything. And then a great team in the Philippines that, that fills a lot of our gaps. And we have a, an amazing culture that, you know, we're, we're, we're all about working to live instead of living to work, if I said that the right way. No, the other way. Yeah, that way, whatever. <laughs> but it's, you know, we've, we've created a company that is very flexible so that folks can um, work when they want to work as long as the work gets done. We don't care, you know, they work at two in the morning or not. So it's just a really um, robust group of people that that are fun to work with. A lot of interesting stuff. I, a couple notes there I want to ask you about. Um, I guess first, since it was the last thing you mentioned, is your culture. Um, how have you been able to create happiness within your company? And also, how have you been able to make your business create happiness for yourself? Because I'm sure at times it can get stressful. Um, so how, how do you um, balance that and create happiness for everyone at play? Yeah, you know, I think I think a lot of it is, um, it's so much of what we do is is based on building relationships, both internally with our, with our team, with our clients, externally with their clients and prospects. But, but I think happiness, at least for me, happiness comes from being in a place where um, you, you're content. And sometimes you can, you can be happy in really dark places, or you can be, I don't know, happy, you can be content in really dark places. And I had a, a really challenging 18 months at the end of 21 up through this past October and just a lot of, I had, um, we had a a cancer situation with one of my kids and I was really sick and had two heart surgeries. It was just a really hard season 
But even through all of that, and the days when I would wake up and think, if one more thing goes wrong, I don't know if I can handle it, I could. And even though, you know, those weren't happy days, there's always happiness. You can always find it in where you are. And so I think so much of it is a mindset. And I think a lot of us choose to live. I shouldn't say that. I know for a long time, I, I chose to be in a space where it was hard to be happy, but I made changes that allowed that happiness to, to come out. I don't know if that makes sense or not. Oh, that all is like yeah. golden. And that's like, I've interviewed hundreds and hundreds of people. And what you said just now is something I haven't heard before, but it's very important um, about being content, even when you're going through tough times. And that comes from the heads being in that right headspace, that right frame of mind about what you, um, so that's a very, very golden answer. Um, yeah, that was powerful. Um, I liked what you said about like you, I, I liked everything, honestly, but <laughs> I guess my question now is how do you, how are you able to create, I mean, has there been tough times within your company? Um, and how have you been able to combat that and continue to um, create happiness for you and your employees despite tough times? Yeah, you know, that was the original question. I, I veered off track. Um, yeah, you know, I, there, there, there have been tough times and there have been times where I'm like, I don't know if we're going to make it. And and with all of that, I think the the happiness piece for me comes with with transparency. And when things are are tough, not to pretend like everything's okay because it's not. And so to, to be able to be honest and vulnerable and, and authentic with, with the, the folks on my team, um, I think allows them to be the same with me. And, and that builds a, a level of trust that then I'm not, I'm, I'm struggling to tie that to happiness, but I think when you have this level of trust, again, you've got this, um, no, you can just, it doesn't yeah, matter. Well. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, I, I want, this is exactly the answer I want to hear. Uh, we're talking about business. That's perfect. Yeah. Yeah. And I think too, you know, just given the, the flexibility piece of what we do and the fact that I'm pretty easygoing and the people that work with me are pretty easygoing, there's a, there's a camaraderie that's, that's genuine and, and sort of free flowing. And I think that pulls into being, enjoying what you do, which ties into happiness. I like what you said earlier to me about working to live instead of living to work. Yeah. yeah. If you're at work and you feel like it's imp like a part of your day that's like making you happy, like you're going to continue to want to go to work. And I'm sure your customer attention is very, I mean, uh, internal employee retention is very high um, because of that. And yeah. I, and client retention too, because you know it 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 crosses that that divide as well. So yeah, if, if your employees are happy and they are in a headspace because of the culture you've created, they're gonna that's gonna translate over to your clients as well. And, and a lot of people don't think about it like that. Yeah. Um, you talked about in your original um introduction about you being having a background in psychology, can you speak to how you've utilized or leveraged that background in the um, business world and the marketing world? Yeah, you know, for, for years, I didn't, 
I, I struggled with the connection of, okay, so I've got this degree in psychology, but it has nothing to do with marketing. And, and what I have come to realize, and I don't know if it's been a shift the last few years in, in the, the marketing space, or if I just finally had that light bulb moment, but, you know, marketing is psychology. It's all about connecting with people in a way that number one, you know, you're, you're telling them information in a way they want it to be received. You're, you're hitting on their, their pain points and issues, which is an emotional thing for them. And you're presenting yourself as the solution or that your product is the solution or whatever. So all of that, it's, it's all psychology. So it, it's, it's interesting to, have that all come full circle and come together. And I, and I think I had mentioned earlier, um, I think one of our big differentiators from companies that, you know, do ABC, you know, marketing company, this social media company, that I, I think our, our core um, purpose is to build relationships between people and, and to take things from that, that emotional space. And, um, and I know for me, I, I was, my reason for being on this earth is to build community. And so that's just a natural part of who I am. And so that comes out in how we work with, with clients. Yeah. So what you're saying is like the, your differentiation point, correct me if I'm wrong, is that the content you produce and everything you do is driven by how we are as humans, our psychology. And yeah. I'm sure as you're talking, I was thinking um, about the idea of telling a story. Yeah. Can you speak to how that idea of telling a story is valuable and why it's valuable in terms of our how we're built psychologically yeah so so we like stories right and, and we can relate to stories and I, I think so much you know I, it was it's funny um my husband and I this is a little personal insight into my life we play phone games in the morning we have a cup of coffee we play a couple phone games it's just what we do and we get these ads every day with these people that are like yelling into the the camera and and it's just coming at us all the time. But when you have a story or you have something positioned that, you know, you, you position phrasing that's inclusive for people. So they feel like they're part of it. Um, then, then we're not being talked at. We're not being information overloaded. We're, we're part of what's going on. And, and as humans, you know, from a psychological perspective, we want to be part of something. We want to feel like we're part of a, a community. And, and so, it, you know, I was, I told um, a new client the other day, I said, we can, you can take a, a, a statement, a sentence of whatever you want to call it. And it can be a statement or it can be positioned in a way that is inclusive. And it's more from that storytelling standpoint. So it's, it's so much less about what we say and so much more about how we say it. I love that. I'm, I'm writing down notes for my own personal, <laughs> but um. I had a question in my mind and I just lost it. But um, yeah, you're saying as, as humans, we're driven to be a part of a community yeah. and being accepted. Um, okay, yes, here's my question. Um, how, with that, what you just said in mind, what do you think is the value of organic marketing versus like um, inorganic like sponsorships and ads? Yeah, I think, I think it, it, there's room for both depending on what, what your, what your goals are. And, um, you know, we have, we have a couple of clients that we run Facebook ads for, and we're doing that for, um, actually we're doing it for recruiting purposes to help them fill open positions. Um, but I think 
you know, for many of us, and this is myself and all of our clients, we're in relationship-based businesses. And so with that, that, that genuineness, the authenticity, the organic piece of it is so much more important because, um, you know, we're much less apt to click on an ad to hire someone to handle our finances or to be our doctor, because those are very personal things and much more apt to um, go with people that we have that. And, and it's, it's over, it's ad nauseum, but that no like trust thing. Right. So, and that comes from that organic, the organic marketing and, and, and taking the time to develop those relationships or the perception of relationship. Totally. hundred percent agree. We are of the same um, belief out here. Are you happy? I mean, we were built off of that organic, authentic um, storytelling. I mean, that's all it is. We go around and ask people if they're happy and why. Um, and they tell us their story. And if they don't tell us their story immediately, we ask follow-ups to try to get that story um, because we know that that's what an audience would resonate with. And like you said before, it's way better if you see on your phone an advertisement. Um, that's just, that's telling a story as opposed to just telling you to buy something immediately. Um, pair, pair of shoes. I don't need, I don't need authenticity with that. I could see the ad and click, but you know, for, for services that are important to a business owner or to a, you know, it, you're, you're dealing with somebody's bread and butter, their heart and soul, their, you know, the thing that they're very passionate about. And that that's a, that's a relationship based. Yeah. And at the same time, there's products like shoes, for example, that you might think can't tell a story, but at the same time, you can think of it organic, like, We've actually had an idea once um, going up to strangers and asking them the story of their shoes. Oh, okay. That I feel like can turn into perhaps organic marketing yeah. for Nike or Adidas. And that would be more like the fact that like, sorry to like combat what you said, but like that's literally been an idea of ours to ask people to store their shoes and shoes go everywhere. They, they There's a lot of a big story behind people's shoes and, I was just talking to someone earlier who has a fashion company on they're on the podcast and they were talking about how in every interview they ask, like when they're interviewing people to work for them, they ask them if there's ever been an article of clothing that they've had that has a story. And that's how they gauge the person's passion for fashion. Um, so I feel like storytelling definitely um, is a part of our human psychology where we gravitate towards it and it's no surprise that it's all over um marketing um, yeah you know, that's a really good point so yeah i hadn't thought about it from that perspective yeah i mean yeah i love the shoe story because you're right we walk a gazillion miles and yeah that's really cool i guess since we're since i mentioned happiness just now um my question to you is are you happy and are you happy with your business um yeah yeah so, so I am happy. And for the first time in many, 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 many years, I feel settled. And, um, and, and that adds to that, that happiness. And um, for my business, we have some incredible goals over the next four and a half years. And it's exciting to, to see, I've surrounded myself with folks who are smart in the areas and are strong in the areas that I'm not. So I've got this team of advisors around me and all of us are happy people. And, um, and, and, you know, it's kind of that iron sharpens iron thing. It's, it's amazing to, and again, it's so much of it's a mindset, right? Because you can have 
a bad day or a bad moment or a bad season and you could still choose to be happy. So, um, yeah. So, yeah, I'm happy, happy about my company. <laughs> it's, it, iron sharpens iron. I like that. And it's all, you're right. It is a choice. Um, it's about choosing to be happy. Um, I guess my question to you is how do you, um, what are some strategies you use to keep your employees happy? And like, I guess you're like, speak to the culture of your company. Yeah. So, you know, I think like I had, had mentioned, um, earlier is so much of it is, is just that, that authentic conversation and, you know, asking for input, asking for ideas. I'm, I'm not the smartest person in the room. I mean, we all, it, it's a, it's everybody has their their strengths and that plays into a company success or failure. And one of the things that we are in the process of self-implementing is a system called EOS because I'm a great idea person, but I'm not a great um, ops person. <laughs> so I can come up with the ideas, but need help to, to implement a lot of things because I, I could very easily run from idea to idea. And that's not how you build a successful company. So so I think part of it is is um, that happiness piece is, is helping your team identify those areas that are their strengths. And here's a great example. Stephanie is my longest employee, and she's been with me now, I think, almost six years or just about six years. And she um, has a master's degree, an MBA. She's got a degree in supply chain, and she wanted to stay home when she had her second baby. So she started doing some Facebook stuff for me and had no idea how to do it. So I trained her. And now she has discovered that she has an innate graphic design ability and talent that is just part of who she is designed to be. She's never taken a graphic design class, but she puts out the most amazing imagery that, that I've ever seen. And, and she has been able to develop these pieces of her that were absolutely shut down in her corporate jobs. So that makes her happy, you know, because she can, and she's home, she's doing the things she wants to be able to do with her family and, and is making the money that she wants to make and the, the time that she wants to put into it. So I think all of it, just having a understanding where people are at and what their goals and objectives are and helping them achieve those. That's part of being happy. That is incredible. I, I got the chills because you, it must be so fulfilling to like open someone up to a, like, there's, I feel like everybody has one really strong strength, um, some surprising ability. They just have to open themselves up to the possibility, different possibilities of different types of work. Um, so I'm really happy that you're able to find, to find that, help your, um, help your employee find that skill for herself. Um, and it's it's what she's passionate about, you know. It's it's amazing because neither of us would have ever guessed that when she started working, and it just was one of those things that evolved over time. And now, my goodness, she's amazing. And it's a creative aspect too for her. Or is it just like she can she can make up different ideas and actually deliver on them? Yeah, you know, or, or we can, you know, we we've got a, a client who needs a logo for one of their clients, and so I said, you know, just give her the colors, give her just let her give her two or three sentences about what they're passionate about and she can, she can create it. It's amazing. She's really good. She did a website recently for a client who has a lavender farm and 
there in the process of getting into a, a local chain of stores here in Michigan. And um, the, the manager of the, the first store they're going to hit said, oh my gosh, your website is absolutely gorgeous. And it was all Stephanie, you know, just, she has this ability to pull things together. It's really neat. Well, she does those websites for you. Yeah. Yeah. I do the writing. She does the, the images and, and I draw stick people. So, <laughs> so it's good. She does it. Cause I can't. <laughs> so I'm just, just popped up in my head. You've been in the business for a couple of years now. Um, what are the next steps? Are you looking to scale? Yeah, we are. We I spent a lot of the last year of 2022 positioning processes and, and systems so that we can scale. And um, I've got a, a pretty, pretty big goal to hit by June of 2027. So, um, yeah, so this year is our year to to really take off. What is that goal? Five million. And if you knew what we hit this last year, you'd say, oh my gosh, no way. But it's, you know, all of my advisors are saying there's no reason you cannot hit that. And they are helping me put the pieces in place. And um, I've got a great, my own little board of directors that that fill all my different, like I said, all my gaps, you know, and just great people pouring into me and my company. It's really neat. I'm sure you can even do that before 2027. There's companies that have built up to that even quicker. And it seems like you guys have the right... Um systems in place is just about growing your um, employee count and like just getting people like, uh, what's her name, Amanda to, or yeah, it was Amanda. Stephanie, Stephanie. Yeah, I people like Stephanie, like having, having Stephanie create teams, um, mm-hmm. people that can do exactly what she does. Yeah. And I, I, I what, witnessing our Happy Productions company grow has been wonderful because the, it's the, it's awesome to be able to empower that first set of employees to become managers um, of their own teams. Yeah. And yeah. Um, is there anything that you have learned? Um, I guess uh, in terms of that topic, is there anything that you are looking forward to um, or you have learned? I had a friend tell me years ago, she said, you know, you get bored easy. And I, I thought about that. Like she, she's kind of right. So I'm, I'm looking forward to, we're launching a, a do-it-yourself platform in May. And that's going to be a completely different line of business for us. And um, I'm really excited about that because I think we can tap into a, a group of folks who um, are often overlooked. You know, it's the people who don't necessarily need to hire a company to do their marketing or hire a company to run their social but they don't really know how to do it themselves. And, and I know a lot of times with a business, you're, you're told at least marketing company, okay, so you're working with these clients. Okay, so now bump your pricing up and work with the next level up of client, bump your pricing up. And that's all great. But then what happens is the people that are way back here that didn't hire in the first place, you're, you're priced so far beyond what they can, what they can do or what they're, what they want to do that, they're still left in the dust. So I want, I'm excited to tap into that group of folks and, and give them support and build a community for them that they can rely on one another and they can get some help when they need it and um, just be part of something that will help them grow. What inspired you to move into do-it-yourself? Um, and I guess, can you, I mean, you aren't in it yet, but can you compare the do-it-yourself versus the done-for-you? 
Yeah. So we, a lot of our clients are at a point in life and business where they just, they don't want to, they just don't want to deal with it. They don't, they know they don't know what to do and they don't want to learn and they just want somebody else to handle it. And we do, and it's great. And it's wonderful and it works for them. It works for us. And that's, a, I mean, that's the core of our business, but for these folks, I just, I, I know so many, in addition to my company, I also run a women's entrepreneurs network and a lot of the the folks in there are the people who are going to be our ideal clients, I think, for this DIY um, platform. And, and they don't necessarily, they're not looking to grow a, you know, a gazillion dollar business. They, they just need some tools and help and strategies to just do what they want to do. And, um, and you, there, there's just a gap there. And I was, I was that person for many years. I wanted to do everything myself because I wanted to learn and have the, and that's how our company grew is doing things and learning. But if you can, if you don't have to search and search and search for the best tool to do X and someone can just say, here's, here's a tool and use it. You can save yourself a lot of time. So I just, I have a passion for that, that space because I was in it for so long. I like that because you lived through it. You were able to do it yourself. there's value in that. It's like you constantly hear people talking about if you want to grow and like, I guess, move up, make more money. It's about being able to get gain skills for yourself and like learn things for yourself. Um, and yeah, you, you hit the nail on the head there. Um, and I know for me, there was so much wasted time. I mean, I spent two years trying to find a, a project management system that worked for marketing agencies and I wasted time and money and money and time. And it was so frustrating, but if someone had just said, have you seen X, Y, Z? (laughs) Okay. (laughs) I would, you know, I would have gotten two weeks of my life back, you know, just, yeah. So, yeah. All right. Well, can, before we close, can you um, just speak to, um, what you were talking about earlier, I just like the focus of your company about relationship building um, between us and clients and just a real quick go over your services that you offer. And then um, I guess we'll close with how people can reach you. Um, okay. I'll ask you that again at, at the end before we close. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so, you know, that, that relationship piece, I just, I, I believe that more importantly now than ever before we live in a world where we are talked at where we are you know spammed inundated fill in the blank you know we I, I read somewhere and this was two or three years ago that we get we have to make something like 20,000 decisions a day and when you think about things like business um, not only are you making decisions on behalf of your company, on behalf of your employees, on behalf of your clients, on behalf of your, your family, whatever, you're, you're, how do you know what the, what the right, the best decisions are? And I, I think for, at least for us and for our clients being in a, a place where there are a lot of fractional CFOs in the world, but why would somebody hire my client Shane? Well, because they feel like he's the guy that can help them, not because of some ad they saw or some whatever, but it's a, so we're all in relationship-based businesses, the folks that we work with. And and that I think is why we're successful in helping them is because we're good at fostering that. So then um, services, we, you know, we 
we are in the, the digital realm. So social websites, content, um, blogs, you know, advertising or not advertising, but, you know, marketing, collateral, flyers, brochures, things like that, email, um, just, you know, newsletters, all of that digital stuff. And yeah, so that's, that's what we do. And some video too. Thank you. Um, where can people find you or the company? Yeah. So um, our company is Ace Strategies. And I, I did a rebrand a few years ago. And when I went to purchase that URL, it was being held hostage for $3,500. So I thought, well, I'm, what I'm going to do is combine the company name with our tagline. And our tagline has always been Ignite Your Business and Kick Ace. So our website is kickacestrategies.com. <laughs> you are definitely kicking ace. And um, <laughs> seven, you'll definitely, most definitely be kicking ace. Um, so thank you so much for talking to me today. I'm really grateful for this opportunity to learn from um, your business. We started off by talking about happiness and specifically happiness in terms of like perseverance and in being able to put yourself in the right mindset so that you're content because things will come at you um, and you need to be able to, um, I guess, deal with them and adjust accordingly, especially if you own your own business. Um, and then we got into talking about the organic piece and how important organic marketing is versus um, inorganic and the importance of telling a story because um, that's just how we're built psychologically. And that's what people resonate with. And then lastly, we talked about um, how we're in a relationship-based business. And in the concept you're getting out there is that people buy people who they trust in. And I think the thread between all this is trust there. Um, just being able to trust in your team, um, being able to trust that an organic piece of content is really like, I mean, it's just uh, trying to tell a story and you be able to trust in that story and believe in that story. Um, so yeah, we definitely kicked ace in this, um, <laughs> today and, um, yeah, very grateful for all the value you provided today. And I'm sure the audience will be grateful as well. Thank you. And thank you for the opportunity. I, it, this was a really great experience. Mm -hmm.